Thursday this week, <laughs> our life group uh, had a lovely curry. Thank you, Sarah. Um, and we had a game that we played <laughs> after which, which was a little bit like Pass the Parcel. Anyone played Pass the Parcel? Yes? Um, in each wrap of paper, there were items that you had to wear if you obviously got the parcel and a little chocolate with them. And really, they were all very festively themed things. So if you see Lizzie there is wearing uh, beautifully uh, something that we... But all sorts of festive things like glasses. And I actually uh, picked up these, these ears <laughs> and my life group actually said, you know, I dare you to wear those on Sunday. So, ah, okay, I had a problem putting these on on Thursday. One, two, isn't it amazing? My ears have got very big. And it sounds very, very strange. I don't know whether I can manage this right the way through my talk. No, I, they're, they're actually going to be used as a meaningful point in the talk, so I can't really take them off until we reach the, the climax of the message. And then you'll understand why I'm wearing these. Um, but I thought better to be, you know, a... Well, I won't say a grumpy 53-year-old at Christmas. Um, better to be a, a little boy a seven-year-old little boy with big ears and not take oneself too seriously. So you may all laugh at me uh, whilst I bring a very serious and sombre Christmas, me Christmas message for you all. Um, I'm sure it won't be that, I, and I can tell you why in a moment. Um, the joy, joy to the world, what is the joy of Christmas. That, that's what I want us just to think about for a moment. Um, what is the joy of Christmas? What does that actually mean? Um, maybe you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, I've got a little bit of an idea. Maybe actually you're thinking, I don't have a clue. Um, but I want us all today, if there's just one thing that you remember from this morning, to walk out of this building and know what the joy of Christmas is all about. So I looked at the Christmas message, the Christmas story, some of which we've been reading about this morning, to search for joy. Where was the word joy mentioned? The word joy is mentioned four times in the, I would say, the most, um, the most expansive uh, description of what happened that we've been reading about this morning in the books of Luke chapter 1 and chapter 2. You may not know this, but the story of the Christmas narrative actually had two babies in it, not just one. It had the birth of Christ, the baby Jesus, the Christ child that hopefully most of you know about, but there was another baby given to a relative of Mary's who was called Elizabeth. Elizabeth, it says, was quite old in her, in her age. And actually, she had longed for a baby her whole life, but couldn't conceive. The same angel, Gabriel, who appeared 
to Mary earlier, six months earlier, it says, appeared to Elizabeth, well, actually appeared to Elizabeth's husband and said, you're going to have a child and you're going to call him John. Miracle baby. That's where we first hear the word joy used in the Christmas message. It says this. It says this. This is the angel Gabriel talking to Zachariah. He says, Do not be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. It's my middle name. Quite a good name, I would say, John. And it says this He will be be a joy and a delight to you and many will rejoice because of his birth and then it goes on to say when it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby she gave birth to a son I'm adding this just like the angel said her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy and they shared her joy. So in the story, the first joy that we see is the joy of a new baby. A new baby. A special joy for Zachariah and Elizabeth because this is what they have longed for all their lives. But I can tell you that there is a joy that comes when a new baby enters the world. We have experienced this in our family this year. Some of you have also experienced it in your families and all of us at some time will have experienced the joy and the excitement of this new, a new baby arriving and being greeted and seen by everyone. There is a joy that comes from new birth. There's something about it. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. There is something that you see in the gift of a child, of a new baby that is mysterious in a way. And there's so much that we can say about the coming of new life and about the cycle of life and all of those things. So there was this joy. Do you remember the beginning of the war in Ukraine? The war in Ukraine, I suppose, escalated on the 24th of February this year. There'd already been um, conflict in 2014. But in and amongst the shattering few days where news was being relayed across the world about what was happening in Ukraine... On the 26th of February, which was just three days after the war started, a 23-year-old woman gave birth in a Kiev subway station, which was being used as a bomb shelter as, as Russian air raids pummeled 
the capital city. I wonder, Tim, if we could get this baby up on the screen. This baby is baby Mia. The police helped deliver baby Mia in the early hours of that Friday morning in an underground station where families were taking cover on the third day of the Russian invasion of the country. Mia was born this night, it said. This is the Daily Telegraph, by the way, not me. In, in a stressful environment. Stressful environment, you could say that again. Sometimes we think our environments are stressful. But is it more stressful than baby Mia's? It says that a Ukrainian parliament member who was there, a lady called Hannah, um, she took this photo of the newborn baby wrapped in a blanket. You know, even in the darkest moments, light is evident if you know where to look. I'm pretty sure that baby Mia's mum, that baby Mia's family never dreamed that the circumstances in which she would be born into would have been in the underground subway of Kiev while the city that they lived in above was being bombed. But even there we see light shining in the darkness. You cannot take away the joy of new birth because there's something about it which brings a joy to us, which is a sign to us of new life a sign to us of the light of life who came for all humanity. But you know, that joy, the joy of the arrival of a new baby isn't actually the joy of Christmas that the story speaks about. There is joy in the story because of these two new babies, but there I found when I looked was another joy. In fact, it was a greater joy. We've already heard that the angels came to a bunch of shepherds who were in a field outside Bethlehem and the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you and he is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company 
of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests before I go on to talk about this joy which actually encapsulates the meaning of Christmas I want us to reflect on the fact that we all have something to be grateful for sometimes the stressfulness of our situation the darkness of our situation needs perspective and it needs light I hope that baby Mia is a sign to us all of that that actually in whatever circumstances we're in this Christmas and let's face it there's some tough stuff out there I heard a story today of someone in our community who's living in fear in their home they don't feel able to even come out to go to the food bank because they've got stuff going on in their lives. They're under the weight of debt. There are many people that we know that are struggling in our community. This is not an easy time for us. But I believe that baby Mia is a sign that we all have something to be grateful for, to be thankful for. It's just a matter of perspective. And actually, it's those things that we need to hold on to. So, we have a little gift for you this morning. How about that? It's not my idea. I simply cannot take the credit for this one. The years I take credit for. But this sensible gift, I can't take credit for. What we have is for each one of you, well, most of you possibly, something that you can hang on your Christmas tree. And what I'd like actually to do is, I want to pass round all of you, um, yeah, pass them round. This is something that you can hang on your tree. And what I'd like you to do is while I'm talking, or certainly by the end of the service, is write one thing on the back of your Christmas tree decoration that you are grateful for this Christmas. One thing. So there'll also be some pens that are passed around. Please be careful with the pens. Okay, we only rent the church. So if you write on different things like radiators and walls, um, we will be in trouble. Or well, mainly, mainly Caroline will be in trouble, not me. Uh, but we'll be in trouble. We'll have to get that off. So be careful with the pens. But what I'd like you to do is just to think of one thing that you're grateful for, that you're thankful for. If you don't want to do that for yourself, do it for someone else. Take it home to them. Give it to them as a gift. Looks like they've all gone onto the floor. So, the joy of Christmas, the joy of this story is actually found in what the angels said 
to the shepherds. There is, of course, the joy of this baby arriving and the joy of new life and all of that symbolism, of course. But the angel said that the good news that will cause great joy for all people is this. A saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. You see, what the angels were saying to the shepherds was that the baby that was being born wasn't just any baby. Wasn't just any baby. Jesus wasn't just any baby, but the Bible tells us that he was the Son of God and he was the Savior of the world. The light that shines in the darkness was being born into the world. John put it this way. If I can find it. John 1 verse 9. John said this. He said, there was a man who was sent from God, whose name was John. Now that John was baby number one. Okay? So we're going to now call these baby number one, baby number two. You following? Baby number one. His name was John. It says he came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. So baby number one, John, wasn't the light. He was a witness to the light. John says this, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Baby number two, Jesus. He was in the world and though the world was made through him, the world didn't recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of a human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The true joy of Christmas is knowing that Jesus, baby number two, was the Son of God, the Saviour of the world, the true light of the world, and that still today, he gives light to every person.
in one of the carols it says, um, meek hearts, where we meek hearts still receive him, receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. You see, the manger that Christ was laid in, the place of his birth, the coming of Christ, is a picture of our hearts. Jesus Christ was the saviour of the world and he came with the longing that his light might come into our hearts and be born into us, just like he was born into the stable. The question is, can you hear him knocking? You see, there's a knocking like this, the Bible says. You can all hear that? Even I can hear that with funny ears. The Bible also says that there's a knocking here in the heart, on the door of your hearts. That says, will you let the dear Christ enter in? The joy of Christmas is that that knocking, that welcome, that longing of God to come and be born in us and for us to be known by him is still available for every single person today. Can you hear him knocking? Can you hear him knocking? If you hear him knocking, all you have to do is open up the door of your heart and say, Jesus, come in. The joy then moves from the story of a page to fill a heart that was always born for that moment. The great thing is that when he comes, he never leaves us. Let's just pray before we move on to finish our service today. Father God, we thank you for the joy that comes through new life. We're reminded of that this morning. But we're also reminded that the joy of the story of Christ and Christmas is Jesus himself. That he came to fill our lives with joy if we would let him. And this morning, we pray that we would hear you knocking. Not on a door, not on a window, but in our hearts. Please give us ears that can hear you knocking. Because we know that where meek hearts will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. Thanks for listening. We hope this has encouraged you. 
You can listen to our other Sunday morning teachings here or our In the Limelight series where we chat with ministries and organisations we're connected with to dive deeper and highlight the amazing work they do. Get connected. You can visit us over on our website www.hhcc.org.uk or find us on Facebook and Instagram at hhccorguk. Bye for now and we bless you as you walk into this new week.